All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sam's DFS Office Hours. A uh, little uh, special special show to start off today. I'm joined by Andy here, uh, CEO of Saber Sam. Going to be doing a, something a little bit different to kick off the show. If you are in the Discord, you saw that I teased at a special announcement that we had today. Uh, where people can begin to earn free SaberSim credit. So that's why Andy is here uh, to to make this announcement. So Andy, how are you doing? Perfect. Good. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit hectic getting ready for MLB. I mean, it it shouldn't sneak up on us, but it always does. And it's like, even though we, we plan far in advance, it just seems like there's always little details. Um, but I know we've got projections up, and they've been up for a couple of days, but they're constantly improving them, waiting to see as we get better idea of lineups. So like, I'm, I'm just pretty excited for MLB, if not a bit busy, but that's all right. But um, <laughs> Yes, looking forward to it myself. Uh, and Jordan's but... got some some content coming out as well. Like I think he's, as we speak, uh, recording some good videos to give people um, kind of a crash course in DFS. I mean, we, we in the past have always at the start of major seasons released like a how to beat DFS MLB, how to beat DFS whatever sport. Um, and we're going to be bringing that back for MLB. But honestly, I think we've, we've made some big improvements there in just simplifying the message a lot um, and making it more approachable, making it more practical. And so excited for those videos to get out, which we're hoping to be able to make. Uh, Jordan actually released the first one yesterday. So uh, Which for those of you that? who haven't seen it here, it's up here on the um, screen back for MLB. Oh, okay. Here's what's new in Saberson for the 2023 season. Uh, this is more app related and, and how that's going to be applied to uh, MLB specifically. But some of the stuff that Andy's talking about more uh, strategic, more sports specific content is on the way. Uh, so, so be on the lookout for that. You can find it over on our YouTube channel. If you just hop over to videos, this usually is from uh, most recent. So you should see these coming out and then I'm sure Jordan will make some type of announcement, but be on the lookout for all of that content. Yeah. And I think that one will be best for people. Yeah. Who don't, uh, aren't, aren't currently using SaberSim. Um, I bet, I mean, it's it's always good to just get a refresher on what is new because I know like if you've been deep in a product for a while, new things can get released that you just don't even notice. And so I'd say, yeah, 10-minute video, check that out. But the more uh, hands-on strategy ones, I'm optimistic we'll get those out in the next few hours. And so check YouTube for sure, but we'll also be posting a message uh, in the app itself uh, and, and probably in, in Discord too, I'm assuming. Um, but yeah, so onto the, uh, the announcement that I was going to make is this is something we've been, been working on for a while, uh, but we're excited to announce a partnership with a smaller, but really promising up and coming DFS site called owner's box. Um, their big thing is they offer what's called Superflex, and that allows you to have a lot more options available for who can played in the flex and in general their lineup rules are very light compared to the other sites and so you get to choose for mlb on owners box you get to choose if you want one or two pitchers uh which i think adds a pretty interesting wrinkle to things 
but you also can stack up to eight batters from the same team. And so it's probably rare that that's actually like a good idea, but I would expect to see some six and seven stacks like pretty regularly. And the reason we're excited about this is, is I mean, the big players, DraftKings, FanDuel, and, and, and Yahoo, obviously to a lesser extent, it's like the game has just kind of stagnated there where there's still money to be made, but it, the easy pickings have kind of all been picked. And with owner's box, with ha having a unique take on lineup construction, everyone's still trying to figure it out. But the, the bigger piece of it is the only optimizer that works on owner's box, at least before today, was Rotowire, which I think they have a lot of great content, a lot of great data. I don't really consider them like a, a true optimizer. And so like that's all though that people had to build lineups with on owner's box. And so in these early days, I think the games are going to be very good because you're frankly going to be playing against less sophisticated competition. And everyone else is still trying to figure out the rules of thumb on how big should I make my stacks, this and that. They don't have the SIM data. They don't have the correlations. They're not able to analyze it in a way that SaberSim is. And so I think there's going to be some really good opportunities um, to win some money. And these contests, they're putting in uh, much bigger guarantees than in the past. I mean, it's still not going to be a half a million dollar contest, but I think they have 25K guaranteed on opening day. And these ones are going to be lower variance contests because they're, they're smaller fields. Um, we've actually worked with them on entry limits and pale structures and that sort of thing. And, and I think there's a lot of good options in there. And so just from like a economic standpoint, like a market economy standpoint for owner's box, like those games have much higher potential for a strong ROI than the more saturated fields you'd find on, on DraftKings or FanDuel, especially and but also Yahoo too. Um, but beyond that, we're trying to sweeten the deal a bit. And so what we're going to be doing is if you sign up for owner's box, uh, we've got a link. I probably should have made this an easier one to do, but um, we have, I'm going to send this, in the chat here. No, I don't have the ability to do that. Andrew, I'm sending in the private chat over to you. There's a link that you can share okay. um, in the YouTube comments. And then um, we're also gonna post this in Discord. This link is currently in the app if you do navigate to owner's box for MLB. Um, but basically sign up with that link, use the promo code Sabre, and we will be giving you one free month of standard if you play $3,500 in entries or one free month of pro if you play 5,000. And that is a deal that is ongoing. So like once you hit that, you can get another month and you can get another month. And we put a lot of thought into how we want to structure it. And yeah, higher volume players are going to be able to take advantage of this and sort of like the rich get richer kind of a thing. But there's, no real way around that other than saying, yeah, let's not have a um, deadline on when you have to earn this buy. It's like you sign up with that code. It maybe takes you six months. You're playing $20 a day, something like that. It might take you a while to get that free month, 
but keep playing and like we will give that to you we're not trying to um have this be a promotion that only the the real heavy grinders are getting we want it something that like anyone can work towards uh to get that free credit and andrew's actually asking me some questions about the logistics of it probably should have uh figured out like a cleaner way of, of, of like offering it um but what i would assume right now is once you hit the $3,500 in entries, it's going to be updated daily. Um, someone from our team will just reach out and say, hey, you've earned one free month of standard. Like, do you want us to credit that to your account now? Or do you want to go for pro? Um, and it's not as like you're going to be like locked into that. You can change your mind down the road. But that's really how we'll do that, which you decide which one you get. Um, and then, yeah, like if you are playing decent volume, you could just use Saberson for free indefinitely, as long as you're, you're playing over there. Um, so using the promo code Saber, you'll get, uh, you'll be eligible for that. You'll be able to take part in the big overlay tournaments. And you'll also get that deposit match of $500. Um, we're going to be having some content kind of digging into strategy there a bit more, but really it, given that it's such an untapped market, I would just emphasize, like, keep it simple. Um, still go through your same research process and everything else, but I would try to focus on diversification across your lineups and not mess with stack sizes too much because, like, they are going to look a bit weird. And so before you just write those off, um, I, I would be more open to that and focus more on just making sure you've got exposures to the 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 stacks themselves, the teams that you're looking for in the one-offs and all of that. Um, but yeah, that, that's that. And so again, there's a message in the app. If you navigate over to owner's box and Saber Sim, where you'll see this, here. you'll get a link to, uh, you probably already dismissed it, but you can. Oh uh, yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> that. Uh, but That's yeah right. so so if you guys go over to the app uh under the uh site drop down you know DraftKings Fandle yahoo owners box is now available if you go to mlb uh it will default to the opening day slate there should be a banner up at the top uh with a uh, link to just give you a little more details about owners box and um but yeah you should see projections up in the app we are also supporting nba as well so you could even get in the NBA lobby as soon as um, as soon as tonight and uh, mess around with it. So you will see projections. You will not see ownership uh, for any of the sports at the moment. While yeah, that still... was one of the that was one of the things that we had talked about where we could absolutely build ownership for these. Like it wouldn't be that difficult to like adapt our our process for that to owners box. The challenge though is like it really is an untapped market. And so the assumptions about the kind of lineups that the field is going to be playing are just not going to be right, especially when the lineup construction is just so different. And so I just wouldn't really even be concerned about that for now. And we didn't want to publish it until we had a better idea of like, what are the differences? Um, because having just bad ownerships is worse than, having none um and and so that's kind of the 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 thinking there but it is something that we're going to be uh looking into and honestly one of the reasons that 
we're excited with this is, I mean, yeah, we've done great promotions with DraftKings and FanDuel in the past, and I expect that we will in the future. Um, but there's only so much you can do with established companies. Like they're not going to get that creative. They're not really going to change things up. Sure. They might sponsor a free roll or other things like that, but like they're not going to change their games too much, if at all. Whereas with owner's box, it's really been a collaborative thing where it's like sending over the contest, seeing if they have ones at the right price points and, and entry limits and all the other stuff. Um, but also they used to not have late swap. Now they do. And the entry editor in SaberSim and our late swap are fully functional with that. Um, one thing to keep in mind is it is almost impossible to late swap from mobile, but there are some fixes coming there. And so it's like, I don't know, my, my background is in poker. And sure, it, when the market is booming, everyone can make money in the big games. Everyone can make money playing Texas Hold'em. But as the market matures, which DFS is maturing, as it becomes more efficient, the edge doesn't go away, but it definitely dries up. And when you find those more niche opportunities, that's where you can get a really big edge. And so, yeah, like late swap is brand new. Can't really do it on mobile yet. That is coming relatively soon. Um, but that means that like their players there aren't used to late swapping at all, don't have the tools to do it. And so there are going to be some things you're going to have to kind of navigate around, but everyone else is, and you're going to have the best tools available to do that. Um, so the way I look at it is if you are building off a bankroll, I think there's a pretty strong argument, at least for the, the first few days when they, when they are juicing up the prize pools a bit, I would just play on owner's box. If you are already playing good volume on DraftKings and or FanDuel, I would consider adding this um, for MLB, especially like NBA, I can understand not wanting to sort of uh, lose focus of your, like you have a few thousand dollars in entries on DraftKings. You're probably not going to want to add a few hundred on owner's box or on FanDuel, like or on another site in general, when you have to be managing late swap like that. But for MLB, late swap is important. George's going to talk about that in the video coming out today, but it's just not nearly as much of a pain in the ass as it is with NBA. Um, but so I, I feel like that's, and Andrew, you've kind of, you've messed around with it a bit, right? Yes, I have. And uh, the late swap worked pretty smooth. They have a, uh, they, it says global swap, but from there you could upload your CSV and it all works very smoothly. Yeah. And they did tell me that for mobile, they're doing the, like what I guess we consider a global swap of just like a quick swap of replace all of player a with player B. Like that is something that they do have planned. Um, and that's, that's the cool thing is like, yeah, there's some, uh, spots that are rough around the edges, but like they're aware of that and working faster than I've, I've seen any of the other sites work in a very long time. And so we're optimistic that, uh, this could grow into a much bigger part of the DFS landscape. And at the end of the day, having someone in this space who's shaking things up, challenging some of those assumptions around what kind of restrictions should be in a lineup and all the other things like that is just good for the game. So really excited to get this out there. Um, 
Again, you'll see that link in the app when you go to owner's box. We'll be posting a message in Discord. I'm assuming Andrew shared it in the chat I, as well. I've, we'll I've probably go in. Link in the YouTube chat and in the office hours channel. Um, if you cool. just click on the link, it, it has details about the promo code, but I have posted the promo code as well in, in both places. So, Yeah, perfect. And so if people have questions, they run into issues, anything at all, just let us know. But with that, I can can bow out and, and let Andrew really, really dig into things from here. But there's some good content coming for, for MLB, so stay tuned on that. And I, Andrew, you said you were you and Jordan are going to – Are you? What's, what is the plan around the content release? Um, the plan is uh, he's going to be releasing some of those uh, sports-specific strategy videos today. We are hosting a MLB-focused DFS – Q&A during the office hour show tomorrow. So okay, if anybody right. has any specific MLB focused questions, that'll be the best place to do it. But we want to get those videos out, let people watch those and then ha let them come back with any questions ahead of opening day on Thursday. Awesome. All right. Well, Hey, again, well, thanks for stopping by Andy. I'm really hair. excited to, uh, you know, check out owner's box, talk more about it. If anybody has any questions, mm -hmm. I will be sticking around to answer those, but Perfect. Andy, All right. We'll yeah. see you later. Thanks, Andrew. Good luck, everybody. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that announcement. Uh, definitely going to be an awesome, awesome uh, another option for users to try out and experiment with. Uh, so I, I ran this build. You could see some of the differences, some of the things that Andy was talking about here. They have one pitcher slot. They do have a super flex option. Seems like almost all of the uh, super flex Options are going to be starting pitchers, which makes a ton of sense. You know, high projected points, uh, not as variant as batters. And then, you know, they have an infield position. So it's not like first base, second base, third base, shortstop, catcher, or anything like that. It is just infield. So, like, in theory, you could play, you know, four third basemen, four third basemen, yeah, if you want. Uh, so really interesting. Uh, pretty, pretty excited to mess around with it. Like he said, it is a smaller site. Uh, we are the only like fully functioning optimizer supporting owner's box. So I think that in and of itself is a huge edge here. Um, you know, haven't seen fantasy cruncher have support for this. Haven't seen other optimizers uh, have support for this. They're ramping up the schools to begin MLB here. So I think that, you know, prior to this price pools might have been uh, a little bit smaller and a lot of people weren't, didn't see the uh the reasons to build their own stuff to go and um play on these sites right but as price pools start to get bigger uh they're running a 5k to first on thursday uh i think that you know the opportunity is going to be there we're hoping to uh have a lot of our customer base uh move over and and try it out and take advantage of those lobbies so if you guys have any owner's box specific questions just let me know uh looks like mike already got signed up here and I would be happy to uh, talk more about it here. But a uh, question here from GM33, it looks like in regards to this, we're going to get back to all the other questions that came in as well, everybody. Uh, oops, actually posted it in, actually reposted it in the Discord. So my bad on that one. Uh, GM33 said, if I load custom projections and set it to an average or weighted average, the player is marked as 
out will the overall projections go to zero, even though it's an average? Uh, so I, okay. So to answer this question, if a player's marked is out, will the overall projections go to zero, even though it's an average? Uh, so my understanding is that if a player is marked as out and you change their projection to a non-zero number, uh, we will use your projection, even though we say they're out, uh, because at that point you're making like the deliberate effort to adjust this player's projection. So we will just roll with whatever you put in the, my projection column, which would come from your custom projection source. But it is, um, if it's like zero and 15, we'll just do 7.5. It's not doing like 15 times zero, which is still zero. So that, that is how that works. Um, Matt said, uh, rats looks like owner's box is unavailable in Michigan. I'm actually not too sure what all of the, uh, locations that they're available in are. I do know that they are available in, uh, Canada. We, we had some people reaching out in the past week saying like, Hey, you know, uh, DFS is no longer in Ontario. Do you guys have owner's box support? So, you know, we do now have owner's box support. So that is just one site for our, uh, Canadian friends to get back in on the DFS action. But uh, we didn't do our normal intro. I'm assuming everybody here is is aware of this show. If anybody has any questions they want to get answered about owner's box, about DFS, about SaberSim in general, uh, get those in and we will get those all answered. I am going to backtrack a little bit here. And it looks like our first question came in earlier from Chase. And Chase said... For sports like MMA and tennis, where you can toggle on the opponent in same lineup, if it is on, will the builder force some lineups to have that, or will it only use that when it is optimal? So Chase, this is a really good question. Going to jump back to uh, DraftKings here. Maybe we could pull up like some tennis or something and mm-hmm. get this roll in here. But going to go over to tennis. And so what what's basically going to happen? So if you look at manual mode, we have correlation on at five. Uh, this really does not matter unless this allow opposing players is off So or is on. So right now it's off by default. Uh, if this is off, it's basically the same as correlation being at zero. But if this is turned on, if it's like a really small tennis slate, not that many matches or something like that, this gets toggled on automatically. I don't know what the threshold for that is. Uh, but now that correlation is at five, uh, this will come into account a lot more often here. So really, really unlikely that you're going to get two um, opposing tennis players in the same lineup just because their correlations are so negative at like negative 0.97. So I think that uh, even in in a sport like tennis, I think that's really unlikely. I think the spot where you can see something like that happen is probably like MMA where it's going to be a heavy wrestling fight, a lot of takedowns, lot of control time uh if if the fight goes five rounds and it's like wrestle heavy uh both both players could get there in that scenario right so sometimes we see really small cards like a seven fight card an eight fight card and if if you have one of those uh fights you know in in one of the five rounders uh i can see an opportunity for both of those players to be in the same lineup together probably makes you unique probably makes you different from the field right so so it will, if this is toggled on, it will not force those players into a lineup. It will not force you to have two players from the same lineup. Basically what has to happen is, uh, let's see who 
this is from last week. So Corey Sandhagen fought uh, Marlon Vera here. So they have a correlation, and which I do not see, but they have some correlation here. Uh, whatever that correlation factor is, it's probably negative, right? So what would have to happen is Sandhagen and Vera would have to do so good, score so high in a fight that they overcome a negative correlation. So say the negative correlation is like negative 0.5 or something like that. And then what we are doing with the correlation slider is we're saying, hey, you know, um, we are applying an artificial multiplier to the point projections for the players. And if their correlations are negative, then that is going to hurt the time, the amount of times that they show up in a lineup together. But there's an opportunity for, even though we applied this negative correlation, both player, both fighters scored so high that they overcame that negative correlation and still ended up in, uh, in an optimal lineup where they uh, were both in the winning lineup. And you are going to get those fighters at the rate that that, instance occurs in the sims so that's how i would think about it um by leaving that on you are allowing for that to happen you are not forcing that to happen so that is the best way to think about it all right uh nlb question here from bill's nut and and i alluded to this uh when andy was on uh we are going to be doing a special mlb opening day q a show tomorrow will be myself uh, may or may not have an additional guest uh, to be determined depends on how some things go, but be on the lookout for more content from Jordan should be an announcement in the discord and then check out those videos and then get your questions answered on tomorrow's show, but happy to talk about it today as well. So Bill's not said, what is the best way and plus EV and a plus EV way to build for single entry and three max in MLB. So let's go over to uh, let's go over and uh, use this, owner's box example why not let's uh test it out let's see what's going on with owner's box so gonna go to mlb just gonna make sure i switch the date to thursday that way i can get access to all the thursday contests going to go over to owner's box here so owner's box is going to be like a little different i i would say i would i would treat this a little differently than playing on FanDuel or DraftKings. uh smaller you know ownership data is going to be very uh, interesting to start. So basically what Andy was kind of alluding to is like, this is a smaller site. This is a uh, site where a lot of the top players are not playing because they don't have a lot of optim optimizer support at the moment. So we're going to be like the first major optimizer to support them. So, you know, ownership is going to be uh, probably not the most reliable at the moment. So what you should be doing in, in my opinion, in, on owner's box specifically is optimizing for upside here. Uh, you know, using, thinking about uh, points and, and kind of just like playing some of the best plays in, in my opinion here, or, or, you know, uh, really taking advantage of range of outcomes and upside. So I'm kind of interested. Uh, so just so you guys know, if you pull up the Saber score 2.0 formula here, when there is no ownership, all this is going to do is basically zero out. So it's like a sum formula here. Imagine like there's like parentheses here. Uh, so it's 0 0.4 times projection, 0 0.6 times percentiles plus a negative uh, ownership weight. Since there is no ownership, this, this part of the equation will just be zero. So your lineups are going to be focused on an aspect of mean projection plus an aspect of upside here, which is... And for this specific slate and uh, contest size, it is a 95th percentile weight.
but that does change based on the type of uh, contest you're playing and the size, right? So a lot of these contests you're going to be playing on owner's box are going to be in like the 1K to 10K entrance range. Uh, so just know that we we are still when you're using the SaberScore 2.0 formula, we are still grading based on projection, based on upside, but we are just not accounting for ownership here. So, so all your lineups are really focused around upside and high scoring outcomes. I think that's totally fine, um, especially on owner's box, right? Uh, so, so, you know, I would say if you're building single entry, three max, uh, let's just change this to three max here. I would always do a couple things. I always like to start broad. Start wide and kind of focus in. Don't go straight to, you know, an individual player or um, an individual like pitcher. I, I kind of like to look at a lineup or a lineup set from a wide angle and kind of work my way down, right? So the first thing I do is probably come in and look at the stack types. Uh, what stacks am I getting? What stacks are the most popular in my pool? I think that, you know, owner's box is going to be different. Like Andy said, you stack up to eight players from one individual team here so we have a we have two six stacks and we have one five stack here um i'm going to be using pool uh pool percentages here as a good indicator i think that you know let's say that this lineup was generated and in my top three lineups one of my lineups was a two stack and then i go and look at my pool and there's actually only one single two stack in my 500 lineup pool and it just so happens to be in one of my top three lineups uh i might not feel comfortable with that that might be too much uh variance for me so i might just go in and get rid of that two stack and then ultimately um not not play that lineup here so i would i would probably just zero that out I'm totally okay playing the six and five stack here, you know, pretty high pool percentages here, both over 10%. Actually the, the two highest pool stack types in my, in my set here. So totally okay with that. I think that's great. Probably go and look at team stacks. Uh, what teams am I stacking? Uh, you know, Boston's kind of interesting here. Uh, I'm interested to see what Boston is. So Boston is a six stack here, uh, but we only have, you know, like less than 4% Boston stacks total here. And then there are a lot of other team stacks that we are uh, kind of missing here. Uh, so, so interested, you know, I might, might be open to mixing some of this up here uh, with, with the teams that I'm stacking. I would check out your pitchers, uh, see what pitchers you're stacking, see who's in your super flex. Uh, we love Otani here. So I think that's totally fine. Uh, some of the other concepts from other supports still play a role here, you know, mini uniques, there are four, seven, nine total players in this lineup here. Uh, we've talked about, you know, the more, uh, I'm sorry, the less lineups you're playing, the more you should be trying to get diverse with those lineups here. So I'm going to set this to, to five right off the bat. It's just over the halfway mark here and uh, see, you know, one, what lineup options do I now have? So with five mini uniques in a nine uh, lineup slot, set here i i only skipped one lineup i went from one two three to one two four so these lineups are pretty diverse right off the bat and i can kind of see uh what they're looking like here so i'd say you know still try and use many uniques baseball is super high variance if you go and look at any individual players range of outcomes here it's going to be uh skewed to the right here so a lot of their outcomes are well below their mean total here you could also see that in the um percentiles let me see if i can pull that up here 
so not seeing that here at the moment. I know team's still working on bringing some stuff into the app, um, but but just know that in baseball, uh, a player's mean is usually higher than their median outcome, which is median outcome is the outcome that happens, you know, uh, right at about the 50% of the time mark there. Uh, so I think that's why you're not really seeing any batters in the super flex spots. You're probably going to see pitchers more often than not. I think that's something that, you know, an optimizer can handle and figure out much better than people building by hand. Uh, I, I would imagine that, you know, people are probably going to be putting Aaron judge in their super flex. People are going to be putting, you know, these like hot home run type hitters, uh, but those guys are still super variant. So, I would I would listen to what the optimizer is saying about some of the roster construction aspects of these lineups in this new on this new site. But those are some of my thoughts on you know different things to look at: start wide, stack types, team stacks. Uh, get into your pitchers. You know, you could you could get into some of your hitters as well. Not something I'm like super concerned about. I would say you know manage your exposure to hitters more than anything. Uh, um, I think that. You know, we talk about how how high variance these guys are. Maybe you don't want to play any batter, you know, a hundred in a hundred percent of your lineups, right? So go and check that out. Uh, but we're not even playing any pitchers in one hundred percent of our three lineups as well. So, so just some general thoughts. Plenty of more time to answer baseball questions here. All right, uh, question from Neil. And Neil said, "Looks like the correlation slider for MLB is way up from last season. Any insight on why that change was made?" So I think that change was made as part of our um, Saber Score 2.0 adjustments here. So we're no longer grading for correlation as part of Saber Score, which we previously did. So by taking away that like uh, double grading component, I think that what we did is that we just uh, decided to only use correlation as a slider. And as a result of that, we wanted to make sure that we were accounting for it at a uh, at the right rate. So by not double counting, I think we just boosted some of the uh, weight that we're giving correlation as a slider. I think you'll see that change. Um, one thing here is that, you know, this owner's box uh, slate is 15 games, is all the games on the slate here. And then I think DraftKings is only like an 11 game slate. So just um, just be on the lookout for different slate sizes. I think slate size is ultimately going to have the biggest effect on the correlation slider. So as we get into, you know, the weeks of MLB where there's not a lot of games on like a Tuesday or like the Thursday game, the Thursday games are split into uh, day games and night games. And you get these like, four to six game slates, uh, you will see that correlation slider probably be moving around, probably getting dipping into like the sixes and the sevens. I haven't, um, you know, seen what that's going to look like, but we will uh, keep an eye out for it and just watch as the season goes on here. But uh, but ultimately that is why the correlation slider is probably going to be uh, boosted as compared to last season. All right, uh, question here from Jay Clemen. Jake Levin said, can you explain the difference between saving a lineup rule as manual or automatic? For instance, the home run rule you showed yesterday, if I wanted this rule as a permanent setting that automatically stays every day, is it best to set up as an auto or manual rule? I think this is a great question uh, looking ahead to MLB here. So uh, for those of you who might not have caught it, we were doing a segment the other day. Somebody asked, you know, what is a good baseline rule to use for MLB here, right? And we were using this uh, rule, which we have here, 
where it's basically uh, if you're going to use a player who who has a low home run expectation of less than 10%, then you must use at least three players from the same team. So what we're saying is like, hey, if a guy doesn't have the ability to, uh, or if it's not very likely that he can hit a home run, get all of his fantasy points for the day in one swing of the bat on his own, then we only want to use that guy in a stack and uh, and use him in a sim environment where uh, the team is doing really good. You know, players are getting on base, players are hitting each other in, and he's going to accumulate points in that fashion, right? So the difference between saving as manual and automatic here, when you save as manual, what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to use this dropdown and you're going to be able to go into each individual team that this rule was created for and see the player groups. So I'm able to click on Kansas City. I'm able to see what players have a low home run expectation. And then I'm able to see the other players that we're saying must be used if are like from the, from this batch of players, you know, who must be used if these players are used, right? Uh, so this gives you the ability also to adjust one team. So like say, you know, Boston, um, maybe I want to make it a four stack if these guys are used. I would just increase Boston. And then now the rule is different for Boston than it is for all the other teams. So it gives you a, like this like ability to be super granular with the rules and with the teams that they're being applied for. But if you go into the rule and then you save as automatic, um, you're not going to have that ability to go in and look at each of the individual teams and then make a team by team adjustment. So that's the difference there. Also, if you want this rule to be automatically on each and every day, uh, use this star feature. The star feature is you telling us that, Hey, when I log on tomorrow for the March 31st slate, I want this rule on and I want this rule active. We will always save your rules. We will never delete your rules for you. But if you go to a new slate, we will make we will leave the rules off by default. We want you to go in there and tell us, you know, for this slate, which rules I want, unless you start. If you start, that is you saying, hey, I always want this rule. I don't want to have to come back and check it out. But that is the difference between auto and manual. I would I would uh do a manual rule first just to make sure that uh it looks good. So, so, you know, make the rules, save it as manual, go and look at some of the teams, spot check the rule a little bit, make sure it's what you're expecting. And then if you're comfortable with it, save it as manual from there. Uh, the reason, the good reason for saving it as um, automatic is that if, if projections change for whatever reason, um, you, the rule will not automatically update for new groups. So let's say somebody has a home run expectation of 0.09 and then, you know, Sim runs and then he goes up to 0.11 or something like that. Uh, if it's a manual rule, the rule will not update to include that player. Now, what you would have to do is go and hit this refresh icon. And then when you hit this refresh icon, what the rule is going to do is it's going to reanalyze the projections in the app and then make any updates to it. But if you say this as an automatic rule, every time projections are updated, the rules are automatically updating if there's any stat requirements included with the rule. So that is one of the great things about having as auto. So I'd say once you're happy with the rule, once you know it's working, saving it as, saving it as an automatic rule is probably best practice. All right. Uh, looks like Chuck the Pure had a question and had it answered um 
I'm just going to answer this, Chuck. I think this is like a good question to touch on for everybody here, uh, especially for new players, you know, who uh, are like primarily baseball, haven't um, been with us for a little bit here, coming back for the new season. So Chuck said yesterday, Jordan's video did, uh, yesterday, the video Jordan did going over what has changed since last MLB season mentioned that mean uniques are now applied to the lineup set rather than the lineup pool. This is a great change, but I don't recall that being in any of the release notes. Do you know when this change happened? So this is a change that we made probably back in like October, uh, November, when um, during NFL season. So if you were with us last baseball season, we used to have this menu uniques box in the build settings rule here. And it would say, you know, have X number of players different from every other uh, lineup in my pool. Uh, we we got away from that and we moved this to the post build here. So as as opposed to being an input to your lineup pool, we are now using this almost as like a filtering method in the post build here. And the reason that we decided to do that was mostly to maintain sim integrity here. Uh, we could generate uh, a lineup from the sims, but if that lineup didn't have enough players different from it based on that build setting we would have to go in and alter these lineups and um that would ultimately affect the sim integrity here by doing it in the post build what we are doing is we are letting the sims uh build the lineups that it wants to build and then based on what whatever you set this number to we are then going to go and find lineups from the pool that meet this criteria so if you set mini uniques to three uh we have to instead of using lineups one through 20, we have to use a combination of lineups from one through 31 here to get to that um, outcome or that or that uh, requirement here. But instead of, you know, altering lineups, all we are doing is uh, skipping lineups, excluding lineups, and then going into your pool and then finding lineups that meet that criteria. So you're getting, you know, all uh, lineups that the builder built without any... Um, outside restrictions here aside from like rules or anything like that and then you're just choosing which ones you want to use so we think this method is a lot better overall and will lead to better lineups being created also it will take a lot less time with that feature on if you had that set to three four uh it could take the builder a really long time to go and find that number of lineups but here the builds are going to still build fast you're still going to be able to go back and filter and make any adjustments to your lineup set but Chuck, good question. Definitely worth covering here. All right. Um, question here from Sequence. I got to stop doing that. Posted Sequence's question in the Discord. All right. Question from Sequence said, hey, Andrew, with the addition of mini uniques for MLB, should I adjust mini uniques before or after I finalize my builds stack type? So that that that's probably a good question here. I, I would like to suggest applying mini uniques first and seeing how that adjusts your stack types. So we have mini uniques set at one here. I'm going to go to my stack types. So I'm having five threes, five twos, fives, and four fours. Okay. So four different stack types with a lot of five threes used. Uh, you can do this exercise yourself. Go to stack types and then adjust your mini uniques and then see how that adjusts your stack types and then make any final tune adjustments to your stack types from there. So for here, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10 players in my lineup. I'm going to just bump this up to five right off the bat here and then see what that does for us. So we got rid of like the lone um, five stack here. We got a little more condensed. We went from four stack types to three stack types, but five threes went down a little bit and got a little bit more uh, spread out here, playing some four fours now. So, so I, you know, using mini uniques is going to adjust your stack types. Um, I would suggest doing that first and then saying, okay, you know, what stack types do I now have with this diversification applied and how do I further want to fine tune it from there? So that is what I would do here. I think that is, uh, someone's trolling me. Will, Will is trolling me because I posted the question in the discord instead of the YouTube chat. That is pretty funny. Uh, but, but yeah, so, so I think that's probably best practice here sequence. Um, you know, fine tuning after the mini uniques is applied. If you know that you're going to want mini uniques in your build here, but that, that those are my best thoughts. All right, everybody. Um, that is our last question here in both the discord and the YouTube chat. looks like there was a question from uh Nickquisition, but unrelated to like office hours or uh, strategy type questions here. So, Get in the app, check out Owner's Box, uh, use the link that I posted in both the YouTube chat and the Discord to get signed up. Uh, it takes you to a Saberson page with details about signing up. They have a $500 deposit bonus, so they will match your deposit up to $500. I, I took advantage of that. You know, it's basically free money. Uh, get over there. You know, like Andy said, if you have not signed up for MLB contests yet, if you are, you know, just getting ready to to do that, I would sign up with owner's box. I would check out their contest options. And then I would take advantage of that because those contests are probably going to be softer. Not a lot of people using optimizers, uh, much more niche. So, you know, the, uh, I, I, I don't think the giant squids of the world and all of the, uh, you know, top players are, uh, playing over on owner's box just yet. So should be a, uh, little bit better of a field the best thing you can do is is contests and game selection in dfs that's going to help you win the most money and i think that this is a uh, step we took to help our users uh find us find a place to play that is not as sharp so uh looking forward to hearing about users experiences with owner's box over the coming weeks here if you guys have mlb related questions uh we'll be doing our mlb focused show tomorrow so, uh, yeah, no, uh, check it out. Looks like a couple more comments before we get out of here. Anthony says, is there a way to show perfect lineup info? So you can still build like a cash optimal here. Uh, all you would do is go to the home screen and then change your build settings to cash. And then from there, we will basically build the cash optimal with the sliders on zero, zero, just based off of projected points that you see here in the app. Bryson said, so glad to see this feature in MLB this year. Was having trouble with getting the same random players in my NFL stacks last year. Great job. Yep, happy year are uh, satisfied with it. And uh, a lot of users have had a lot of good experience with it up to this point. Uh, looks like Sequin said thank you in the Discord. Uh, you know, uh, thank you all for tuning in. And until tomorrow, I will see you all. Good luck in your contest and take care. Bye.